Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Oral Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Love K. Sean, and today I have a lot of wonderful guests <laughs> with me. Um, the Centric Band is here. I'll allow each one of them to introduce themselves, and then we'll talk about making the band. All right, London, you go first. Uh, hi, I'm London. I'm the bassist for the Centrics. Hi, I'm Abe Marcello. I'm the lead singer of the band. I'm Chris. I'm the guitar player of the band. Uh, I'm Davis. I'm resident monkey and drummer. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for introducing yourselves. I'm so happy to do this. It's, it's a little different than I've ever, anything I've done before, but I really wanted to highlight um, a different type of entrepreneurship and brand. So having a band on would be perfect for that, of course. Thank you for bringing us on. Yeah, yes, thank you. I met yeah. the beautiful Ave, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> out. I won't say where. But <laughs> we were out, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's highlight a different genre of music and and really tap into what it is uh, to be in a band in 2022." Um, how did you all come together? That's like the key question. That That's a uh, how much how much time we got? <laughs> I'm gonna run out film dudes. Yeah, right. I think everybody's interested in any artist or entrepreneur. Like, how did you get started? So those two right there. <laughs> he started it, but you know, it was we. Uh, he DM'd me on. Uh, there's a site out there called Bandmix, which is like a almost like a Tinder for musicians or even oh, like cool. a, you know, Craigslist kind of thing, right? Exactly. Um, Making connections, musical connections, yeah. as it were. <laughs> and so we actually met at um, Alice Cooper's uh, Teen Center. Yeah, awesome. there. Yeah. yeah. Like so it. we actually got to, um, this this past year, we were the winners for the uh, Proof is in the Pudding. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was actually the first thing we ever did back in 2019. Yeah. Um, yeah. Too, yeah. So we did it the second time around uh, this past year and ended up going first so awesome yeah. awesome but how did everybody else join well, i met them back in 2019 when they first competed in that competition they just mentioned yeah. Yeah, and i was in a different band at the time but we got along really well kept in touch i go to their shows and a year ago next weekend chris reached out he's like hey london Aww. do you play bass I said yes, I never touched a bass in my life. <laughs> You're like, I'll learn today. Huh? So we got together, started practicing, kicked off the competition. Yeah, um, and then me, I was uh, along like 2017, 2018, I was in a a very bad band. <laughs> in a, heavy metal. A very, yeah, that, we'll, we'll call it heavy in replacement for that. Yeah. And, uh, Were you the resident we, monkey there too? Yeah, no, I don't know. I think so. They, <laughs> You saw the makeup they made me put on. I don't know what was going on. But, um, I want to see pictures. Yeah, our, our lead singer had like the Jared Leto hand tattoo, like the Joker thing. So if that gives you an idea. But, um, very method. Yeah, <laughs> very method. But we, we played a show at Club Red and uh, I saw them and that's when I was like, oh... I'm in a bad band. Um, and, uh, fa fast forward a few years ago, uh, I worked at the front desk and substitute taught at a music school. And he came in, and we were talking for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And I, I was like, I feel like I know this kid. And right as he was about to leave, I was like, are you at the Centrix? And he's like, yeah, I am. So we, uh, we exchanged information. And then a few, it was about last August, he reached out to me and asked me to come audition. And... I was uh, I was very scared. <laughs> I think uh, I probably at the time I still lived with my parents. I probably upset them because it was like get home from work, sit on my kit for six hours practicing everything that he sent me. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah I, and uh, that's that's how we met, and I got lucky enough to fool them into thinking I knew what I was doing, and the rest was history. <laughs> I'd say it was the glasses and the physique that really caught <laughs> <laughs> right? we like, It was really the, the aesthetics was really the key. So. <laughs> but, yeah, and it was wild, especially that day, because I just happened to run in there for strings or some just random thing, because like, I never go into that size surprise mm -hmm. shop, and he just happened to be behind the desk. Don't dox me now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm, I mean, somewhere in the great city of Phoenix. Anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was just totally uh, serendipitous. I believe that's a word for it, and uh, yeah, yeah. You almost walked out, and I didn't. I didn't even process it. But I had like <laughs> followed you guys, and we didn't even talk at the show that we met. Like no, you just, no, you just played. I think I, I think I might have come up and said good job. I think you told me you talked to our singer. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. I always like you know me. I was like at the end of shows, like, it's the same thing. Like you talk to the people you play with, right? Yeah. Like you talk to the crowd, you talk to everybody because you know what? You wouldn't be there if. You know what I you mean? You need a network. Networking, uh, networking is key. Absolutely, absolutely. And 
I know you networked yourself a drummer. Band, but you know what? Everybody's <laughs> at different. <laughs> everybody's at different stages in in things, and you guys were kick ass. So like, nah. you know. <laughs> yeah, my my train wreck was very kick ass. I'm sure. <laughs> I train I train wrecked the show. You guys <laughs> like, have oh. one other member. Um, I wanna, oh yes, I yes, 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 yes. The wonderful uh, Taz Joplin. Yeah. He is uh, also the, uh, I guess, my partner in crime, as far as the guitar playing mm-hmm. tournament goes. Very, very wonderful player. And he's currently at home with his uh, new son, Onyx. Oh, well, yeah. I, I definitely wanted to highlight him as well because I know he couldn't make it. So um, I'm glad that you guys were able to come together. I think that it seems like there's great chemistry here. So it worked out. We fooled her. Um, <laughs> how did you develop the name of the band? Because I, when I saw it, I was yeah. like, oh, that's really interesting. Um so how did that come about? Was that a hard task, being that you have oh, so many members? Have you ever tried pulling your own teeth? <laughs> <laughs> it was Has it changed? Yeah, like, you know what? So like at first we wanted to be we had a we had some former members in the band because we formed mm-hmm. right before the pandemic, so oh. 2019, and right. um, and so we had a few band members and we were trying to go into the Alice Cooper competition. Mm-hmm. We like formed so that we could do the competition mm-hmm. and um see where it went from there right mm-hmm. we were like oh throwing names back and forth i was like hey i want to be known for something that like <laughs> we people can go to the show and i honestly like identify like all right who is that band mm-hmm. they were like no we don't want to put the in front of it because mm-hmm. every band is like the, the, the right. beatles the yeah. who the whoever the hell yeah so they're like that's the secret but, you know, so then one of the band members threw out, because he was trying to be cool, he's like, we should be Hollywood bitch. Now nah, we got scrapped because Alice <laughs> Cooper's a kid-friendly show. Or, like, you know, it's 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 ran by yeah. um, the, it's a the youth center. program. Yeah, it's yeah. a youth program, absolutely. And they do Very wonderful things. With, yeah. Very and uh, we were like, probably can't do that. We can't <laughs> even swear in the song. So what the heck? Uh, but we ended up coming up with the name The Centrics. It's a play on the word Eccentric. So mm-hmm. we're a very theatrical band. I know myself. Um, I consider myself to be a performer, an artist. Um, and getting into the band, I definitely was, you know, it... It uh, took some time to kind of come, come together, together with everything. Yeah, but it's a play on the word eccentric, and we're like, well, we're doing rock, so change it to S-I-N. I think it's T-R-I-C-S. perfect. I, I, I couldn't imagine you being named anything else. <laughs> um, and then, like, we're talking about the name mm-hmm. and putting the in front of it. Like, um, I wanted to highlight, like, is it important for you guys to keep tradition alive with bands? Because we are in, in 2022, so... Um, Bands are very different in this day and age, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, what traditions do you do you want to keep? I know the was not on the, the top of the list, but <laughs> what are some it's traditions? Not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was, love it. Like as far as tradition goes, like I think one of my favorite bands and how fun the shows looked. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what the music was, whether it's like you know Beatles doing the you know love she <laughs> or you know. Uh, some disco or whatever was going on at the time, it was always fun. Mm-hmm. Look at Slifos and Woodstock, these of Woodstock, and every show imaginable, like all the festivals in Europe Kiss. in the eighties, Kiss. Yeah. And it was always fun. And mm-hmm. there are a lot of bands that seem to take themselves really, really seriously. And it's mm-hmm. like, man, like maybe the music's cool, like listening on Spotify or records, but like I wouldn't want to go to a show because it's like not fun. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I want to be able to have fun and have people feel like, oh my god, I want to come back again. This was like better than Six Flags. Yeah, that's so my performing. barometer. <laughs> better than Six Flags is the barometer. Yeah, the like performing aspect oh, sorry. was important. Okay. Uh, yeah, just like as a huge heavy metal fan, like every show is like you know that one clip's like I want you to kill everybody in that pit, and it's like it's, yeah, it's like that that's the energy. But uh, we went to see a band, and it's uh, it's a band called the Treyu, and they're super heavy, and like they like brought like their kids up there, and they were like goofing around, like not taking themselves seriously. And it's like yeah. this is so much fun, and so fun. and you know on a less performance side of it, we've been told, and that's kind of the way it is, where you're like it's not a band you need to look at this as a business in in a lot of aspects that's like incredibly true and important and something you should still keep in mind but uh i'm gonna out them we're going we're going to hollywood and i kind of planned like i was like okay here's the airbnb we're gonna get there like two days before the show and they're like why i'm like because we're friends (laughs) we we so we we so often we get so caught up in the business yeah exactly we get so caught up in the business stuff that it's like hey remember we we like each other so (laughs) we spend a lot of time together in some respect and 
you know, I mean, even touching back to everything, but they're saying, like, we do rock music. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times we get asked, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. And um, we're like, honestly, you know, like, rock and roll, I know it has the image of, like, oh, sex, drugs, mm. rock and roll, like, party hard, like, yeah. It's not. Music has that. That. Right. <laughs> a lot of other genres. I'm putting in my two, I'm putting in my two weeks if that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that's rooted in the in the heart and soul. Uh, a lot of that derived from, like, the blues and, yeah. and you know, um, struggle and pain and, like, all yeah. of that stuff. And not, you know, I'm not saying that we write from a place that we want to say something. And, yeah. you know what I mean? When you were saying you know, about the podcast and, and wanting to help people. Same thing. We want to help people with music and keep that tradition alive because I think there's a lot of content, a lot of things that are out that don't necessarily help. Or maybe they do. They can help entertain people, but also some stuff can send a message. And we want to uh, make sure we're entertaining, for one, but two, also sending a message at the same time and using our platform to, to say something. So if we're not doing that, hold us accountable. But uh, even people have said to us, like, hey, rock is dying. Why are you choosing rock? And it's like... Honestly, because that's what we feel. That's what we love. That's the music that, you know, we grew up listening to and want to create and, and keep alive. I think yeah. all genres deserve to kind of, you know, stay. And mm-hmm. we just want to be at the at the new for- forefront of it and, and stuff like that. But hopefully, you know, people are like, hey, we like that band. We did what they're doing. Put on a show. Perform. Um, it's the fun. energy. I, and, you yeah. know, if you're going to be eccentric, you're going to put on a damn show. You're yeah. going to be theatrical. You're going to. And I think it's about being yourself. Yeah. Um, going up there transforming and being like all right i know you know sometimes people will tell me i mean you met me outside of that and um some people are like man i can't even see i i can't see you doing that but you know you saw how i kind of like interacted and stuff like that um i am a people person a yeah. people person and i think you know we all come from different backgrounds and stuff and yeah it's just i pretty think, cool i think what you just said is really powerful on um, speaking to tradition um it's important that we continue to transfer legacies through generation um, and keep things authentic as possible because you do need that like that one band out there that's sticking to what rock and roll is about you know like you spoke on the blues and how that was transformed into rock and roll but that's important it's important to also send a message like what is your music telling people is it telling the history that you guys have is it telling the history of you know our nation is it telling your pain is your experiences so i think that is the most um i think important thing about keeping tradition is are we giving the right message? And you're right, a lot of genres out there, they're not really giving the message um, with their music that older generations had. Um, so it takes away from the it almost feels less powerful effect. in a way. Yeah, the yeah. effect of it is just not the same. So that's really amazing that, you know, you guys are thinking on that aspect. And I also want to touch on what you said is like, you're not just a band, you're a business in this day and age. Like everything you do has to be, you have to, really hone in on that business side, do your research and things like that and, and plan very well. You know, you may not be on time all the time. You may not be set, I am, but, but other people oh, might not yeah. be. I thank you for mentioning that because it, it go, a lot goes into to being in a band or being in a business on a team. Yeah. Like your crew is important in, in, in having a good relationship with them. Like, yeah, we're going to go two days early to like <laughs> relax and love on each other and, and, and enjoy each other. Yeah. Um, so I think that's important. But um, making the band, like what was the original thought process? Like, did you see yourself winning Alice Cooper? Did you see yourself traveling and like performing? Like, what is the ultimate goal for your band? Or, or do you have that in that kind of guideline to what you want to do set up i'll jump into this one here yeah because i like i mentioned earlier i saw them back in 2019 when they first competed Mm -hmm. and i was absolutely floored that Mm -hmm. they didn't win and obviously i'm biased (laughs) however i just saw so much potential there which is why we kept in touch over the years and i think it was absolutely not a stretch at the very first round to say we could go all the way yeah. I mean, look, here we are. Yeah. And that's not to say we discounted the other performers. There were some incredible artists that we work with that we still talk to. Mm-hmm. It really cultivated some wonderful relationships that I hope last, yeah. especially this one. Yes. So yeah. I think absolutely going up and up here. I was shocked. Yeah, my, uh, <laughs> it was a, it was a surreal moment. Like, we actually got to talk to Alice Cooper, and when, when they called, I'm pretty positive. I Actually, at the finals, I had, so I suffer from, like, anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. I had a physical panic attack on stage performing like 
I can never perform. I, I <laughs> like, it's a lot. And we perform. do it. We we do it all the time. Um, you know what I mean? We're performing. We're out. We're about. But touching on like, you know, what do you do as a professional when you're going <laughs> up? Yeah, you don't tell anxiety. Oh, hey, like, you know, can you, can you wait like maybe like five Pause minutes? For a second. Like, yeah, and it, it, you know, sometimes it. And for me, it's it definitely is an, an, an intense feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm stuttering and stuff even right now. We're we're so excited, and thank you once mm-hmm. again for sharing your platform with mm-hmm. us and no everything. Problem. That means a lot. And um, but yeah, I had a panic attack on stage. We were doing one of our. Um, one of our originals, because that's kind of what the competition was about. And the song even itself, um, it's called Help Me Now, and we're we're going to be releasing music and, and stuff like that um, between the end of this year and beginning of next year, so definitely make sure to look out for that. But, no, Alice Cooper, I've looked up to the man since I was four years old. I didn't mention that to anybody. The in the, <laughs> didn't mention that to anybody in the band, but that is somebody who truly, like, I am very inspired by um in the sense of, you know, shock art and what he was doing. Hell, I come out in like the beginning when we do that song, I come out in a straight jacket and all that stuff. And oh my god, I yeah. just <laughs> yeah, again, it's the you know, it's the theatrics of stuff. I'm a big Lady Gaga fan, Bowie. You study the people before you, you mm-hmm. know, and um no, if I'm being honest, no. I did not see myself in that that position mm-hmm. winning. I, we're a great band, we have a long way to go and um, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of it. There are a lot of great bands, and we're just grateful and thankful that we have that opportunity to do that. Oh yeah, I, I mean I don't know how you guys feel, but well yeah, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak a little bit for Chris. I, I want him to elaborate on it, but I think my favorite thing it was so funny. Um, so I I was still pretty new in the band. I think I was only in for a month before we had our first show with yeah. the uh, with this Alice Cooper thing. We had played other stuff before, but. I, I was almost out of music, so, like, I, of course, wanted it, but I was like, I don't know, can I really, like, achieve this? Can I win this? Like, I, I wanted it super badly, and, you know, uh, again, no no dig in sportsmanship. Everybody we performed against was great, but that being said, every time I was talking to Chris about it, I, I was like, yeah, like, if we win, and he's always go, when we win, when we win, and I was like, oh, you know, like, it's it's funny. It's, it's, it's funny to say that, and, like, I, you know, I was like, you know, there's probably some truth to it, and then, uh, when we won, we were in the like the Mesa Amphitheater. Yeah, yeah, we were up there, and I was losing my mind. Everybody was losing. I had two of my very good friends with me. They were like ecstatic, and I looked over at Chris, and he was just like happy, just kind of sitting there, like, yeah. I mean, like I knew this was coming. What did you think? <laughs> like, like he was happy, but he just had this look, like. I knew it was gonna happen. Like it's sunglasses all like. Yeah right. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. This looked like this is no surprise. Like I'm, I'm glad, but I knew it was coming. So I thought it was. I thought it was really. Uh, I thought it was really funny. Like man, I mean, he's, he's, he's serious. Like, especially with my mind, my thought process that entire thing. It's like you've got to be a little bit Looney Tunes up here to have the audacity to think. Yeah, we can. We got, we got this. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have a couple screws loose. If you don't. You just end up becoming accountants, and yeah. that's kind of boring. Oh. No, oh, yeah. nothing wrong with that either. I, I mean, know. hey, no, no shame in that. Hey, they helped me out many a time in taxi. <laughs> Let me tell you. I think that's just imp- why it's important to like pick the right people. Yeah. yeah. Because if you would have played off that energy and like you know, you never know how things affect other things. Everything's a domino effect, cause yeah. end effect. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important, like that you guys came together and and that you're you meshed well because his energy saved you you know his belief in it you know moved you to that side and look what oh, happened. Yeah. you guys achieved something that some of you didn't think that could be possible or weren't certain could be possible mm-hmm. so it's important to have like a solid team um, totally. how do you guys like in, in talking about being an entrepreneur owning a uh, being in a band you know owning a business mm-hmm. operating it yeah. how do you manage work-life balance um how do you guys i mean there are a lot of things you have to balance but how do you all mental health you know personalities like attitudes like how do you guys keep a balance all across the board with you know everybody being so different and having leading different lives outside the band I'll take this one mm-hmm. and feel free to elaborate but we've recently really worked on allocating roles. Mm-hmm. If you check out our social media, it's been doing really well. That's all Davis. Okay. Yep. Taking over The man with the muscles is on the Instagram, and he is fabulous. It is. It looks really good. Thank you. Thank you. So they they make it easy. <laughs> yeah. They photograph They photograph well. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but, and Chris and I have 
Chris has been really helping us with the financial side. He watches awesome. everything because the band as an entity, we find everything. We don't take personal cuts from our shows. Everything goes no. back into the band as a business. Destiny does so much outreach. Obviously, she's a people person. Yes. Oh, I made a mistake, but her outreach Part of my is <laughs> yeah. Every day we see you know, new people pop up. You know, Basin Phoenix like, oh, bet she was talking to them. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of the outreach with venues. Mm-hmm. You know, I do the emails. I do the promotion. We all have that. And Taz, Taz is a huge fact with writing. Mm-hmm. Everybody brings something unique, and that's why we flow so well. I think that's really good. I think assigning roles is important, and it, and it helps yeah. keep a balance. Nobody um, monopolizes, but mm-hmm. it's easy to keep a balance if the roles themselves are balanced. Yes. And then one person doesn't become overwhelmed. And you don't have, you just remove a lot of different potential issues that could arise. So I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any upcoming events or upcoming shows that oh you want to Oh my goodness, yes. Because <laughs> um, yes. this is also, I mean, though we get together and both brands work together, I also want to allow you guys to highlight what you're doing and what's coming up so people well, can know. The earliest one is next Saturday. Next week, Saturday? Tonight at the 44 in Glendale. Awesome. We're playing a gig with. A band called American Head Trip. They're also Arizona-based. Mm-hmm. They're run by Dawkins Old Guitar Tech, which is pretty cool, in my opinion. And we've got a couple shows all through September. We might be hitting Las Vegas. A couple. Soon. We might be hitting the Marquee Theater in Tempe oh, in October. Awesome. And the one I'm most excited for, we're going back to Hollywood in December to play the Whiskey to Go-Go with the Iron Maidens, which is the one Davis was referring to. Yeah. yeah. Thrilled for that. Okay, awesome. Where can they find, like, information on where you guys are On your website? Website, social media... Yeah. What's your social awesome. media? Yeah, the centric. So it's T H E S I N T R I C S, and then um, it's either that the centrics or it's the centrics band. Okay. Um, sometimes easy because we're proud to be from Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> <me> <laughs> <Got too. laughs> and the but website yeah. is the and okay. we have a show folder with all of our past performances and all the upcoming ones with location, time, date. Okay, awesome. So, and going back to, like, the mental health aspect and having anxiety, um, how do you guys keep that balanced, or how do you help each other to keep that balance? What do you guys, what are some outlets you utilize? How do you practice self-care and remain Mm. unique within the band? I would say laughing and joking and picking at each other a lot but in a loving family way yes. where it's like you got a sibling and you just uh you know being a little bit you know a facetious little sarcastic with them that's the yes. only way to stay sane because like pretending like you're in like an office and i forget what's that movie is it office space oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah if you could get this done, you know, <laughs> that'd be great yeah you know, just walk on eggshells around everybody it's such a pain in the ass yeah so you, you gotta be more honest more than anything else you have your fights, you have your ups and downs, but then, uh, you know, everybody kind of gets over it and yeah. then you kind of hang out. Yeah. And I mean, I could even say that this, you know, this is a, this is a huge outlet for me. Like, I, I love it. I mean, my instrument is basically a glorified cardio exercise. So, I mean, it's a little bit easier to say. Oh! But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's very therapeutic. Yeah, but I mean... You move around, too. Yeah. Aww. Is somebody mad that I sweat harder during our shows? <laughs> I'll put... Yeah. Being healthy, like, important, too. Like, yeah. having, oh, totally. Having the right type of um, diet and lifestyle. Like, is that important to all of you guys? Yeah, you, like, 100%. See, are you on each other? Like, hey, you, you, you can't drink that much, you know, because, you know, you're the drinker of the group. Or, you know, not saying that you are, but... Is that something that you guys all watch out for? Like, is this person taking care of their health? I yeah. I try to pick at them. Um, <laughs> I so I'm I'm well pick at them. I, I try to help. I'm so I'm I'm a very firm believer, kind of back into mental health. Like, mm-hmm. I seriously think going outside and exercise could solve a whole lot of people's Problem. help help. I should say I should say help. But uh, it's a huge thing. A lot of people don't realize that. Like, if you're gonna stay inside all day, y- you know, in in you're you're not giving yourself a chance. You know, you got you got to try. There's a whole lot of other factors, of course, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very big on on physical fitness, and I always try to poke at them and be like, hey, come on, like I, you know, I'm like I, I work out right down the street from her, so I'm like, hey, come on, like let's know, let's go, but uh, she's she's a. Then my depression kicks in sometimes and honestly like there are days i mean i still have it like to where it's like i will it is hard for some it's very hard yeah out of bed um i'm definitely one of those people i'll soak um and i have my days of doing that and there's times that i I unfortunately like have to be like all right i i call my friends i call these guys like i've i've had panic attacks i've Mm -hmm. had 
depression episodes. I've, I've had things, and some of them have been there for that, you know. Um, that's part of it when you're this close to people. Um, I'm lucky that I have, you know what I mean, a, a group that I'm able to talk to, but family, friends, reaching out, like, Hotlines, all that stuff is very, very important. Going and seeing doctors, like mm-hmm. I'm on a, I'm very open. I'm on an antidepressant and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and um, that helped me. You know, therapy is very important and mm-hmm. stuff like that too. Uh, definitely something I need to make sure that I'm prioritizing, and especially with that. Um, you know, I know we met at my, we met at mm-hmm. my day job or mm-hmm. my night job, I guess too. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I balancing all that sometimes. It is about getting organized and kind of yeah. setting up a schedule. And don't get me wrong, I fall from that. But it's it's um, promising yourself and saying, hey, like, I'm going to get to this point. And what, do I, what are my goals? What are my things that I'm doing? I'm sober now as well. Mm-hmm. I used to be that mm-hmm. person that they're talking about. <laughs> Luckily not at shows, but I was definitely that, like, outside of that and had to change some behaviors and mm-hmm. um, work on myself. I'm still working on myself. Everybody's a work in progress, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's thank oh, you for sharing that. Yeah, like, yeah, I work in mental health and I'm a rehab specialist, so I help people to get sober and, and I create treatment plans, mm-hmm. um, and, and vocational plans. So that's really important to me as well. And that yeah. you shared that because everybody's we're not all okay and we all have things that go on in our head. I think everybody can be diagnosed with something if you get with the right doctor on the right day, yes. Um, yes. so it's important that people realize like you know mental health is is in every aspect of life so um catering to that and and practicing your self-care is important and and prioritizing yourself even though you're in a band or even though you have a a team role um you still are most important so being healthy going for walks and and getting out (laughs) and trying because look what you guys created by by coming together and saying we're gonna try this and if the doors open up and even if they one closes another one will open um it's not a part of your divine plan and essentially so you you can make it work does anybody else want to touch on like their mental health i wanted to hear from you as well like how do you navigate just staying balanced essentially i'm a terrible person to ask lift weights until the voices stop that's what i say (laughs) (laughs) i've adopted that one (laughs) we know you like they haven't stopped no weeping get on your muscle levels i do have weights too but anyways london was safe yes he's got a point he's got a better mindset than i do for sure yeah a lot of it for me could argue that a lot of for me is just trying to do more if i'm stagnating a lot of it's from the feeling of just not being enough, not doing enough, mm-hmm. I can always do more even if I'm collapsing. Mm-hmm. And they've gone out of my case about that. I think Davis, he said, you don't have to do it all a couple weeks ago, and I think about that all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And then I try to do it all. Yeah. But Everybody has that bad habit of trying to, trying to do too much. compact their schedules and yeah. their tasks, and it becomes like you know an overwhelming anxiety that's always there because we have such high expectations for ourselves so that only means that you're trying and that you're you're, you you want to hold yourself to a higher standard but just in a healthy way so i think you guys are working it out i think as things come along of course you're gonna have to reassess but yeah there's always growing pains of course living learning what has been your most challenging moment with with the band in, in mm. as a band or as a band you know just picking navigating out the, st- the business or go ahead sorry i was gonna say picking out new stage outfits that's been the bane oh, of my business. and the priorities You're have right. been shown because, <laughs> like, your image is, the, is really important so that's i spent half an hour looking at myself in the mirror before i came in here that's my priority like. like. should have spent 45 wait <laughs> 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 We're gonna duke it out live on air. <laughs> They're leaving. I'm sorry, you guys. No, no, no. Yeah. The Centrix is over. They broke up today. The guitar player and the drummer fighting the parking lot. Fighting the drummer. It's a very bad scene. So, what has been the most challenging, though? Was that really the most challenging? No, I'm really curious to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Come on! Side of stuff. To be honest, like yeah. we're still navigating stuff. I mean, we're we're startup, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, it's knowing like what's right, what's wrong. We're not signed or anything like that right now. We're doing everything from Call you know, us. independently. Oh yeah, from mm-hmm. ourselves, and then you know, trying to reach everything like organically. Please follow our social medias, yeah, stuff like that. Like you know, I don't think people realize like how that 
Um, it sucks. I hate saying that, like being like, oh, you know, but, yeah. We've you're never work. turned off because no. you're like, I need to grow. So any opportunity to yeah, grow, you're absolutely. Right. And it's not like, oh, look at me, like, hey, mm-hmm. like follow what I'm doing because we want to be vain or anything. No, no, no. It's like if we even want to make it. Um, to the certain, we want to be a, you know, we want to be out there. We want to be commercial. We want to make music for masses so mm-hmm. that we're able to reach a larger audience, eventually help and, and give back in some way, right? Yeah. And not just, yeah. and not just look at that, which is why Davis's efforts have been so essential in yeah. recent weeks. Because one of the first questions that they'll ask when you're trying to book a show is, how organic is your audience? Mm-hmm. Right. What's your social media like? How many people will come to see you? You could have 10,000 followers, but if you know, only 100 are regularly keeping an eye on what you do, what's the point? Or yeah. even coming out to the shows. I think COVID. I mean, mm-hmm. we, firm, we formed, I'm sorry, during pretty much that, like the, the end of 2019. The worst part, though, yeah, the worst <laughs> yeah. possible time. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. a great move. <laughs> it was a, it's a great move in some ways because we, we took that time and instead of being like, oh, this is like this challenge, you turned around and you go, look, this is time we can write. This is time that we can get ourselves out there prep for this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've been fortunate enough to work with a couple of producers. We've done some side projects and stuff. Like, you know, um, I think it's just, yeah, I mean, the challenges that we, you have that as a business. Mm-hmm. We just like try to swing forward and go like, all right, but yes, the business side and understanding that and um navigating it yeah absolutely so that eventually when it does come time that it's like hey you know what we want to we see something for your band we're not getting hopefully screwed over like a lot of the other bands it could happen right but but we want to have as much knowledge and as much on the table that that we can so um, yeah just authentically that's what What i've I've been so fortunate and that's I, i think that's why my answer is different these three business people have taken up the reins i'm i i you get to look cool. And yeah, I, like I said, I just, I, people say I, all the time, it was like, I just hit things. Like, they'll text me, like, all them will text me, like, hey, we have a show this day, we have a show this day. We have, and I'm like, he's the diva. All right, cool. Yeah, like, I guess, uh, yeah, I have no idea. But um, so for me, you know, they, they handle the business stuff so well. So I think I, I think that's why I don't think that's the hardest part. But I, I'd say the most challenging part is being grounded and being able to pay attention to how good you actually are because everybody's special. Mm-hmm. Everybody's good. Everybody, you know, thinks they deserve to make it. And people, you know, pe- people kind of meets people who maybe not aren't putting in a lot of work, or maybe the songs suck. Or yeah. Whatever. Well, and also maybe it's not putting in a lot of work. Sometimes when you're so close to a project that you're so attached to, it's kind of hard to remove yourself and go, "How objectively good or bad is this?" Yeah, not seeing the forest for the trees. Exactly. So, like, they, I probably drive them nuts. I think I've done it three or four times since I've been in the band. Where I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sit down and like we'll start a practice and be like, "All right, this sucks. What we're doing." <laughs> We and we need to do it like uh, the biggest one was the last time we played at the Whiskey A Go Go. We oh, got yeah. we got our audio back. Luckily, they're all on board. They agree with me on this. And we got our audio back from the show, and we were like, "We suck! <laughs> oh my gosh!" I like like I think we all like I, it wasn't as a whole. I think we all were individually like kids pulling apart with their heads. Just what, yeah, we're like we really hall. we really performed that. Like I know you know myself. I tore myself apart. You're I'm, I'm my own biggest critic, as I'm sure these guys are too. And and uh, so there's a lot that you have to be like, man. We've been playing. We've been playing like this. Like we need we need to do better. We needed we need to do better and. And uh, a few weeks ago, I texted them. We played another gig that the whole audio was recorded. And I listened to it. And it's a very similar set to the one we played. And I listened to that. And I listened to the old audio. And I was like, guys, it's 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 working. Like, whatever whatever we're doing, it's working. It's a, it's a huge difference. Um, and I think if we would have just been, like, kept the mindset of, like, we're the best. Yeah, you know, we're, we're good. We have nothing to change. We would have still sounded that bad. And so that's oh, why. We'd still be playing in our garage. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm really thankful to, to be with people who, although I might be a massive pain in the ass uh they at least hear me out and go like okay he, he might he might he might be a tool yeah <laughs> he, he might he might be a pain but he's being a pain because he cares and wants this to be better and that's at the end of the day i that's that that is what i want so that's why that's like the biggest thing i tell them all the time i'm not i'm not interested in playing mediocre music no but i'm glad that it's like you did definitely touch on something that i'm like you gotta be humble yeah oh yeah i think a lot of people get stuck in like oh i want to you know with instagram and social media and everything it's like it is really easy for all of us to want to have that part of like celebrity to have that and like us trying to come up as a band it's like what what makes you (laughs) special like what what's so great about you guys you know and honestly like i said it's just this it's the storytelling it's it's having the heart 
Um, but it's also the, it's how you push your business. Just the way that any business thrives and succeeds and all of that stuff. I mean, that's why I'm still saying the business part is harder, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> fully, fully egotistical. You guys shield me from yeah. all that. So I'm, I'm lucky enough to but not yeah. have that. I think it's important to critique yourself and, yeah. and have, oh, yeah. keep that fresh ear and not, not be like, because then, you know, I, I know we, we all have heard artists that every album sounds the same. There's no growth anymore. Yeah. There's no new sounds or yeah. um, no new experiences being heard through the music because they've gotten in this comfort zone and they don't grow. So it is important to have someone on the team like, hey, I'm hearing something that like we could we could do better. We can change some things and yeah. continue to grow, especially in this stage. Like this is the perfect time to kind of you know critique yourselves and, and develop and, and, and gain new skills or you know expand your skills so i think that's perfect i think that's a good answer i think on both ends it's always hard <laughs> for me i have anxiety as well um me trying to do this by myself is, is just very hard i hate being in front of the camera with nobody around me so i struggle with that and then the business side is very much a thing but i also have to critique myself so i think right. just being everybody's looking out for everything um, that you have to do to grow and, and every piece of being a, a brand is important. So I think that's an amazing answer. Um, yeah, inward reflection does a lot. Just pay just pay attention and know that you're not going to be the greatest at everything you do, but you can be, yeah. you know? Exactly, because there's a lot of people that will give up, like say like running, for example, running a whole podcast studio. I'm sure there's some people who have been like, oh man, a camera costs how much? I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. But you stick through and then you see the results come I definitely from it. love my team. I definitely pay them because yeah, I, they're I can Yeah, they're wonderful. Y'all are very cool. I could never, I, I could never. <laughs> but I love them. Um I want to touch on like something a little bit more personal Ooh. because as are men and women, um, <laughs> no matter you know what your sexual orientation is, but like how do you manage your relationships outside of the band, or how do you do? You guys have a standard or a underlying rule like nobody is to, <laughs> or is anybody dating in the band? You know, or you know how does that work? Like how do you keep the professionalism, the boundaries safe, but still? you know, connected because you guys want to have that good relationship? How do you do that? And then outside relationships, how are they influencing? Oh, I think we get along so... I'm just having so much fun with this mic. I know. I, I, you have to adjust it. It's gonna, I'm just going to play with this the whole time. Sometimes when you move, like, I have to move it with it's me. Like, you're like a like, cat yeah, with a laser. Just be here. It's so fun. <laughs> I think we just we get along so well as is mm -hmm. that that complication doesn't really come, come into the mix. We don't always agree all the time. I mean... It's like a family. Like mm -hmm. I think Des I mean, Ave said earlier, we, we rag on each other a lot, but we love each it's other, which is why we're uh, <laughs> which is which is why we're going to LA early. That was famous idea. It's a great one. But I think in terms of personal dynamics, we've got something really good going on already. So why complicate it? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm dating somebody. I have a girlfriend, mm -hmm. and she's super supportive of the band and is at the shows. And um, you know, for myself, that is something that I need. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I I do need love, I need support, and yeah. I think that that's important to absolutely have that balance. Her and I hang out, like, we went to New York last week, you know, hung out, we got to celebrate her birthday, like, the other time, and the band's super supportive of that, as long as you're penciling that stuff in, but we do, we work hard, it's like, you know, um, but, yeah, having personal life, you know, versus, like, also the business side of things, um, yeah, it's just being able to balance that out, like, ta Taz um, is in a relationship and stuff as well, and he has his son, Onyx, and um, his girlfriend, Rachel, and... Um, you know, the way that they balance that out, we were, you know, of course, they're starting a family and everything. Yeah. And, you know, yes, and we're, you know, trying to do everything as, as a band and stuff. And they manage it, I mean, amazingly. And, you know, these guys and stuff, too, they're all, like, we're all supportive of one another yeah. and stuff. Okay. So all come from different backgrounds and stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> you have something to say? Uh, I mean, always I guess. has something to say. You yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, get some duct tape to show his mouth sometimes. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I, I just think, you know, with all things, there's, there's a great, there's a great balance to whatever you do. A lot of people say, you know, oh, you don't have time for this. You don't have time for that. And it's like, no, you do. Um, it's just a matter of prioritization. I mean, it gets to the point where if you're working, you know, 12 hours a day and you're doing a bunch of other stuff, then maybe not. But I feel like with, with 90% of people's lives, there is always time for something you know um whether that be yourself somebody else you know what you work what you love um yeah. 
really want to do something or have something in your life, you'll make time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I never understood somebody saying like, "Oh, you don't, you know, you don't have time for that right now. Like, you're too busy." I'm like, no, nah, not really. You know, I've, I've never, I've never felt that before. Like, do, does it feel overwhelming sometimes? Like, yeah, but. You know, it's like you'll manage. It's not. It's not going to collapse in on you. So I've I've always like tried to make times and and manage my relationships. Uh, but these guys are always a priority. I had um I had a relationship that I was in right before right when he right when he reached out to me and she wasn't she wasn't too thrilled about that one being in the van. Um, Miss Miss Ave, which yeah, that's 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 the funny that's the funny part is she. She was uh she no no disrespect towards her she was, she was she was a great she was You're a great watching. yeah right right uh, yeah she was she was a great girlfriend but she was like oh, I don't know she was she wasn't too comfortable with that and then we we things ended before the band and then Destiny was, or Avi was like I'm gay and I was like that is extremely I wish I could tell her that so badly like <laughs> like, like worried for nothing yeah totally it's so funny um. But yeah, I, I I think it is all just just about about managing. But these guys, at the end of the day, are my you know next to family about my biggest biggest priority for for most things. So I don't I don't have a problem. I love you too, man. Putting ping. Yeah. Listen, yeah, listen, awesome. hey, 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 hey. getting all sentimental on the podcast. yeah, right. Push push Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm 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 very very grateful. So most things kind of get put by the wayside when it comes to these guys. I I really I I really enjoy all of our time together. Like like she's been she's been on a vacation, and I'm like, it's been forever since we played shows. And I look at I look at the calendar. It's been like two weeks. I'm like, it feels like a year. (laughs) I miss it. I miss it so badly. But then again, that's that prioritizing kind of thing. Like you know, I was like, listen, like. I really love my girlfriend. I was like, I'm taking her. Like, we're doing this. Like, you know, we have some us time, and now we're going to, you know, focus on stuff. But, yeah, yeah it's, you know, I'm lucky to have that in the band instead of them yeah. getting upset. And we still got together in rehearsal while she was gone. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's always stuff to do. Productivity. Yeah. And we, we, we know, like, we all we all need time off. You know, we all, we all have other lives. Like I said, managing, like, like she, she, you could make it for a vacation once. You could make it. It's like that happens. Like no one, no one's upset. What do we? We still meet. We still. Ma- maybe we cannot practice. All right, then let's have a Zoom call. Discuss this aspect of you know plan this out. We've got this to talk about. Like there's always something to do. So yeah. just because one person can't make it doesn't mean like, well, mm-hmm. night's ruined. You and know. Ad- adjusting. Yes. I want to ask because you guys are all different and you play different instruments and, and do different things in the band. I want to ask what your favorite bands are. What your favorite bands are like i guess we could, let's do of all time just because yeah. i just want to hear about the tra- you know the traditional and, and and who paved the way but go ahead everybody i want to hear from everybody davis you start oh davis oh <laughs> someone got excited but uh since I, i'm given the spotlight uh for sure biggest influence uh is a band called nothing more they're a little bit I don't even want to. Say, I don't want to say smaller when we're like we're not even. We don't even have an audience, and they're selling out the Van Buren. But uh, in terms of like you know Metallica and Event Sevenfold, all those other guys I listen to, they're a little bit smaller. Um, there, I, I don't think there's been a better sounding band that I've just listened to every little note that's played. I'm like, how are they doing that? That's such an interesting thing. That's such an interesting choice. Like taking what they do and putting it into my music and trying to trying to use that. So they're they're very big inspirational wise for me. But the ones that started it all were Event Sevenfold. You know, my 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 dad listened to all that stuff and he would take me camping and I was in his truck as a little kid, just like being like, oh, so this is the coolest thing ever, right? This is there's nothing cooler than this. And uh, City of evil. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that you know, uh, little little Davis says Event Sevenfold, and then me today is definitely nothing more. Those are the two biggest ones that had an impact on me. I'd say. Me, like, off top of my head, Aerosmith. Because, again, just the, I mean, the 70s, like, the most debaucherous group of men to ever walk the earth. Well, <laughs> except for Motley Crue, but I like Aerosmith more. More importantly, it's, like, all the footage looks so fun. The interviews, they are just absolutely insane. And the song's killer. You got Dream On with the... <laughs> what more could you ask for? Not a lot. Yeah, Aerosmith, 100%. Uh, you know what? So I, uh, there are a lot of great bands. This is always a hard question. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of great bands. I think as somebody that was younger and like who I was influenced by, I was more like individual artists. Like for myself, it was yeah, it was uh, you know David Bowie, Alice Cooper, Lady Ga- like Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. I loved Shania Twain growing up too. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, but 
Freddie Mercury, I would say like Queen is an amazing band. Um, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Black Sabbath. I'm a big Black Sabbath fan. I love Ozzy. Like, you know, just shock art. Shock art is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. If we don't know what the hell shock art is, it's <laughs> literally art that shocks you. <laughs> no, I think but it's in the it's name. performance art, right? But, you know, of course you think of these people, mm-hmm. Ozzy biting a, a, a bat off, you know, a head off a bat or like things like that. And I know that's like, I wouldn't, it's like, what, would you do that? Maybe I might think of it being eccentric. If, all, but... if it gets right. if it gets people to our shows, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're already you out of the, 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 the favorite Come to the show, see if we do it. I don't know. I'll wrestle a penguin. I don't care. <laughs> Come to the show. Come to the show. Come to the show. <laughs> but yeah, that's my answers. Well, with me, my whole thing is just eighty is the glam metal, the Sunset Strip, the screaming guitars. I mean, eight to seven, that's that's where it's at for me, which is why I'm so thrilled to be going back to Hollywood. Let's mm-hmm. go, go to the Hall of Legends. So for my end-all, be-all, I have to say the High Midas Skid Row. I don't know if you're familiar. They're a heavier group from the late 80s, early 90s, but I mean, I remember being a little kid, much like Davis, and hearing some of those songs. And honestly, they went by the wayside for a couple years, but I rediscovered them. I was, you know, I was first playing guitar, maybe around 10, 11 got really into them and was actually lucky enough to see the vocalist of that band, they've since gone separate ways, at the Alice Cooper show before we even competed. And after that, it was, it was all downhill from there. And where else did you see this vocalist of uh, Skid Row? <laughs> when Chris and I went to LA. Where else? This, uh, shut up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> He's all in <laughs> there. Oh, somebody had a little sneaky link or what? He's 54. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Okay, no. Uh, there's, there's a rocker hangout on the Sunset Strip called the Rainbow. It's very well known in metal community. Uh, Motorhead. There's like a golden statue of Lemmy there. It's just a very well known location. And Chris and I went there with our photographer and some buddies after going to a show. And <laughs> he teases me for this all the time. But somebody came up to us and I'm like, oh, Sebastian Bach's inside. And hence. <laughs> may have fallen out of the Almost chair, knocked the pasta off the table. It was a scene. You had pasta, girl. At the rainbow? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird just, thing to pick on him for. Were you there? New Jersey. I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I should have been. been. Sorry. No, you're fine. This, I'm used to this. Yeah. <laughs> Round one, fight. <laughs> but the way they composed everything, they had a very we don't care attitude. They were the bad boys after Motley Crue made it cool, but they were more authentic about it. They didn't do it for the headlines. They did it because that's who that they were. Yeah. I mean, their hit song is Youth Gone Wild for a reason. Uh, after that, it has to be Kiss. Okay. They, they're such vivid, vibrant performers. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at Paul Stanley. He flies over the crowd during their shows. He just hooks onto a zip line. Who does that? And people were rocking the three chord thing, but they just, they have such a cool sound. That's, you know, Chris referring to the 70s bands. But in terms of performance, there's no one better. I like that. I, I like that everybody likes different bands, and, mm-hmm. and you all are in one band. And then I like that you still are highlighting some of the, the greats, you know, the, the populars. So it's really amazing. I wanted to ask, too, like, how is, how does your family or support systems come into play like were they supportive of you guys like because you all said something from a young age or just from many generations you like music like were was your family supportive of you making a band and being in a band and and pursuing that i don't know how to answer this one because my mom's probably going to watch this but (laughs) your mom's at everything of course she's going to watch this hi mrs holly Holly. Holly. (laughs) (laughs) she's our Oh, well, be a doctor, and you know, oh, yeah, not that you don't yeah. have other careers in, in, in work, but was were you um, supported? In, in yeah, I mean, I'm track? going into medicine, it's very literally, hey, be a doctor, mm-hmm. but I mean, they never miss a show, they don't like it. I'll be honest, they okay. and it's different for a female in the industry as opposed mm-hmm. to a guy, it shouldn't be, but it is. Mm-hmm. I was roofied at the blues bar, shout out to Penny Freeman, anyway. <laughs> But it's, it's, different, it's but. a different environment, and that doesn't mean it's a bad one. They're still wonderful people. It's not a predatory sex, drugs, rock and roll anymore. It's a different thing. But mm-hmm. while they're at every show, it's more out of protective nature than liking the music. Okay. Well, they're supporting you still, so that's good. They're there. What about you all? 
Me, my mom, she's a super big fan of Bon Jovi. So I, when I started playing guitar about 14, even before that, she like played Bon Jovi, blasted it through the giant car stereo all the time. And it was always one song, too. It was never anything else. <laughs> it was uh, You Give Love a Bad Name. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So when I started playing guitar, she was like super... She was super into it because that was one of the first things I actually like, got into. Because before I started playing, like, uh, like if you ask me, hey, what do you want to do? I'm like, eat cereal tomorrow? You know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what going on in here about anything else. So but then I started, like, you picked up something. Exactly. Picked up something and showed I had some, uh, you know, determination to actually get something out of it, you know, by playing, getting better and, you know, bashing on it at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I think that's – I. I'm assuming that's what got her like, yeah, okay. You know what? I'll, I'll see where this goes. I'll see where this goes. I'm going to shout out to Chris's mom for being supportive because her license plate is Centrix. Aww. Wait, I didn't so know that. Cute. That's so awesome. Yeah. What? That's very supportive. I have the best mother. Y'all cannot compete. <laughs> yeah, mom, where's the back. oral therapy license plate? <laughs> I'm a little confused, but go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. No, we'll, we'll, cut, we'll give her a call after the show. We'll get that <laughs> My family is super supportive. I, I have a large family, and I actually, I grew up with two families, but um, my, yes, they are all very supportive. supportive. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I come from a family of, like, eight siblings, and, uh, do you know, my mom is musical. She sings, and um, I grew up around a lot of music, and I was, like, a performer kid, and um, having a twin, they, like, kind of put us out there in, like, the, the spotlight. We I'm raised twin. money and did a lot of stuff. So, I mean, that's really where it came from. Like, every all the skills and stuff that I have now, it's, like, I was influenced, from, influenced from a very young age. And we would go to record stores, and we'd go to places and pick out stuff. And I was able to pick out whatever CDs and things that I wanted. And I know CDs are streamed now, but, <laughs> but you know. CDs like, can't forget where we came from. Right. If you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what that is. Tapes, no. eight tracks. I wasn't around for eight tracks. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it. it uh, yes, music has always been a big part of my life and with family, and they're all supportive. So thank you guys, and keep supporting. I want to see you guys out at shows <laughs> and stuff more. I have a huge, huge family, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've got, I mean, I've got a crazy support system for sure. Uh not well not so much when i first started the band because my, my mom is a very sweet kind just like like normal lady and so when i was like hey mom i'm in a me- i'm in a metal band the, the old band before these guys i was like i'm in a metal band we wear makeup and uh, scream and she was like uh yeah she's like okay like she was you know still supportive mom but like a little like huh. so um but no, she she loves she loves uh, she loves all these guys. She loves what I do with them. She always wants to come see. So so does my dad. And you know even even to my grandparents, like you know in in early two thousands, not just like a lot of people, we didn't have very much money. So my grandparents uh, paid for me to get piano lessons, and that's what started all my music. And you know later I went to drums and and guitar. But that that's what started it all. So since I was little, I've always had them supporting me in, in one way or another like they all they all came out to you know all of our alice cooper shows my mom's always like when's the next show i can come to you know asking asking me that and yeah my my mom dad sister they always they always want to come to everything and so they're 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 super about as supportive as they can be you know i and uh, i couldn't be more thankful for it i love that i love that it, because it helps you keep going when you're when your family is those are the closest people to you besides your significant others yeah so when they support it's really important and i know like you know, it, the stigma is there. So a lot of the times they're like, mm, I don't know, or what, what are you really doing? And um, so safety is a key, a key component as well, but it sounds like you guys have a good support system. Sorry. No um, and, and speaking about the stigma, like how do you guys try to redirect how people view um, bands or um, how do you explain the environment like that you're trying to set when you go and, and book shows and things like that? Like we're not the band with two of our guys drunk and like doing drugs or you know anything like that like how do you set the tone for what is to be expected from the centrics well, i do a lot of the booking and for a considerable amount the reputation speaks for itself mm-hmm. we have just a you know tossed together video of clips from the whiskey mm-hmm. you can see that we're performers but we're not the kind to bring a rough night to the venue mm-hmm. i mean we always we're very grateful for every opportunity we get. We make sure the promoters know that. Mm-hmm. And that's not just for a second invitation. We really can't do this without them. Mm-hmm. So just an outreach. Just be a decent person. Yeah. 
It's not that tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, I'd say maybe 80% of the venue hosts, promoters, management, booking, and they're all great people, Mm -hmm. but they have said multiple times to multiple people in this band, hey, thanks for saying, hey, I hope you have a good day in the email. It's been two months since somebody said that. A lot of the reputation is just being, being decent people. Thank your sound guy. Thank your sound guy. Thank your sound guy. Always. Don't ever yell at him. Like that. Be respectful of every environment that you're in. Yeah. And I, I tell all of us that, like, you know, I do a lot of the, like she was saying, I do a lot of the outreach and stuff like that. So I'm physically talking to people. I build relationships, like, you know, but I love doing that. Like, be, because it had, it does have to come from somewhere. Somebody has to know you to, like, be able to give you, it is all about who you know. I think that that's a huge thing. And um, be kind. Yeah. You know, people will vibe with what you're doing if that's the right thing. If not, that's okay. No worries. You know, it's just... But um, I think where people do see us as like, oh, hey, all right, they're doing that is, it is when we start performing. I think I'm a female who fronts a band, right? Uh, A rock band at that. And I know, like, I just saw something recently where there was a female group called L7 that was like with Nirvana and Red Hot Chili Peppers and all that. And I'm barely finding out about this band, like, now. (laughs) But it's crazy because they were like female fronted, like all of that stuff. And it's, I'm very lucky and very, it's my time to be able to do this as a Mexican woman being like, you know, lesbian, like, not not that all of that matters, but like back then I'm like, damn, would I really be fronting this band mm-hmm. or be able to own my own business? Yeah, as, speak to something. As, absolutely. With having the diver- yeah, having that diversity, you know what I mean? And like I said, we all come from different backgrounds and all of that stuff, but um ultimately when we're at venues, it's because of the report and like the, she, she, like this girl's. She does a lot of our booking because she has built that rapport. Mm-hmm. I, we haven't mentioned, but she's 17. Like, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody in the room probably thought that. But, you know, like, it's it's amazing. We're all different. I'm 26. Like, you know, I know I shouldn't probably be mentioning that. But <laughs> in the entertainment industry, gives, you're always 22. You're, right, never, always you're never older. 22. But you know what? Never like, who gives a shit? Like, I'm going to make this happen. I Yes, I went to school. I did all that stuff. Great. Like, that's what I want to do. That's the, you know, um... But, yeah, it's all about how we built the rapport with, with everybody. And that's, I think, the thing. The tone that sets us different is that we are being humble. We are going yeah. in with good intentions. We're not trying to be a slimy band, mm-hmm. being respectful to the venues, to the audience, to people. And sometimes if, if we do anything less than that or we ever have, hey, we apologize now. You know? like, but, behind every yeah. show of ours, there are dozens of people behind it trying to make it happen. Yeah. And they never get the spotlight like we do, but they're just as deserving. Yeah. And I think that's that's really good. I, I it's it's really surprising to, to hear how humble you guys are and just how um, you guys are more than willing to be vulnerable. And I think that's going to take you far. I think what's going to take you far is that you guys have built a good communication system uh, with setting roles, and then you guys are just humble. I, that's going to take you far. Not the the fact that you're a woman and you're headlining. That's also going to set you apart, and like that's going to make people yeah. turn heads. But just your your overall aura, I really love Absolutely. this. You know, coming in, I was a little scared. Of, I will admit too, just like is it the black yeah. leather? It's the leather jacket. How do we jacket. deal with a band? Yeah. You know, but I was up for the challenge, and I think that you, like people will get to see uh, a personal side of you guys. Absolutely. With this. So and my whole thing, touching on that too, was because at a show, literally, somebody came up to us and was like, "Oh, you're a female who fronts a band. Like, oh, it's not another chick who's like rocking out." And he heard it, like, and they were like, "But thank you for doing like what you're doing because you go hardcore." But I just was kind of like, "What did what did he, what, what did they that mean? mean? What did that mean? Like, yeah, like." I don't get that. It shouldn't matter if what parts I have or what I'm doing, my orientation, yeah. what color my skin is. Like it should matter. His face is like, what the? But yeah, somebody actually came up uh-huh. and was like, another, not another, not another. Like, oh yeah, I'm so glad. Like you guys were actually good because not another chick band. Chick band. Like, like, like it was just gonna be like, bad. Like it was, was a bad. Thing. Like it's a cliche Absolutely. kind of thing. Of like, oh, Absolutely. Got it. but this I don't think. Like, well, yeah, the first thing I always yeah. tell people is, like, don't worry, our singer's good. Like, I pro- like, like, come to our show, I promise she's really good. Like, because that's always the first thing. Go, go see a local band. Like, am I about to listen to Nails on a Chalkboard? It's like, no, she's actually extremely good. Please but come see us. Crazy, <laughs> you know what I mean? If people you're that kind of step it's nervous, absolutely. And, you know, like, empowerment. It shouldn't matter whether you're a man, woman, non-binary. Yeah, I'm, you a, know, I'm yeah. a good artist. Absolutely, like absolutely, yeah. yeah. So... You know, that was my purpose for bringing that up, but I just kind of spiraled a little. So. Again, you have to be a Looney Tunes in this business. Yeah. This is why I love you. 
It's <laughs> great. Love you guys too. Yes. Well, you know, they get to see this, and that yeah. person can can really know how awesome and amazing you guys are. It's it's more than just that. It, it, yeah. And you spoke on how it's more than just getting together and playing instruments. It Absolutely. takes a lot to to create um, music that really matters and be talented and, and grow. So don't let that bother you at all. Um, I want to just be fun. Ooh, okay. To end it off, I want to do Who's More Likely. I know that's like a big thing on TikTok right now. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like no. high school uh, yearbook picture. Oh, <laughs> who's more likely to do X, Y, and Z? But go on. So is everybody okay with that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's totally. Okay. okay, so who is more... And so how we'll do it is I guess we'll all point... Or not me, because I don't know, but you guys will... Not profile. Not profile. Not profile us. Us. Profile us. Do okay. it. Do it. Just, just based off looks, go for it. I, don't know. <laughs> I love that. I think they call Whoever it the wild card. Let's see what's about to happen. Um, okay. Yes. yes. All right. Who's most likely to be late to a show? I guess you. Is everybody funny to you? Um, who's more likely to get lit after a show? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Still me, I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, but he barely uh, does. So we so. can get lit, not so. I'm getting lit off the energy of the room. There we go. All right, fair enough. It, that, that's that's like kind of a tough one because, like, to be fair to both of them, neither of them really do that much at all. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, would, I would go back to something you said. Lit off the energy of the room. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, the, the, you know, like the energy. It's a very Oprah Winfrey answer. Everybody knows like I'm it. not good. Like <laughs> put that on a rise. t-shirt. I'll put that on my fridge. Chris, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Yes. Who's the parent of the group? Yes, everybody involved. Yeah, what is this? It's yeah. Okay. Who's most likely to to disappear because they're booed up? Yeah. I was gonna point to Taz, but he's not here. <laughs> Wait, hold on Last one second. Day. I've Last never even had a girl at our show. Oh, what are you talking up? about? Oh, yeah. With their babe, yeah. Or with, yeah. You know. I was like, yeah. I, I did right after the I'm set. I was like, I, I'm single yes, and I have never brought a girl to the show. Like, what are you talking about? Well, you can, yeah, you don't know, but they they should know better than that. Booed up. I was like, I'm sorry. Attached to an outlet. Okay, I would say you gotta be best friends with your partner. Yeah, 100%. Right? Man, I felt I felt called out there. All you guys pointed at me was like, I've been alone. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, that's not a significant other. Could have just been somebody at the show. Drew could have been somebody at the show. But then I realized the question. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, it's you. 100 percent. Okay, who's most likely to get emotional after a victory or anything? I would say. Almost had to carry her down the stairs when we won the Alice Cooper thing. It, it was a good time, but we all get really. Other than Chris. You gotta be. Uh, Chris has his sunglasses moment. The rest of us are crying. <laughs> Who tries to spend the most money in the group? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I say him. I say me. You never know. This was an expensive hat. <laughs> yeah. We'll that's, the, that's, a tough, that's a tough one because we really don't like. Like I'll give you my bank statement if you want. You know, yeah, right. Yeah. Chris is like, say it's me. I, I dare you. Very, like, <laughs> I dare you. You're about to get blown <laughs> away. Facts and logic. Who's the diva of the bunch? <laughs> I think everybody points to you almost. Well, it's, oh, if it's a diva okay. about how we sound, I'll take that one. That's good. <laughs> I'm more, but like, I don't know. Why am I the demon? Everybody's sitting here and Do you want an alphabetical or chronological order? <laughs> Who is the most silly of the group? Chris. Chris, oh, yeah. Chris. Yeah, yeah, Chris. It's like awesome. watching Tombstone. Every word out of his mouth is a zinger. That's really awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm like, what? Where did your jokes come from? Like, they're just out of He's out too of sober to be this funny. I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, like trying to come at, co trying to come at Chris sideways in the group chat is just like a death sentence. <laughs> <laughs> like in our band group chat, like I remember I saw London like try to like 
I don't know. Like, but I forgot who played the solo. Like Joe. Yeah. No, that was me. I, I just, uh, that was me saying that. But um, <laughs> like, I, it was like a few weeks ago. You said something to him, and Chris was just like going in on you with like twenty like reaction images, and I was like, yeah, you should have. It was a Sebastian back thing again. He came for the joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have figured you you lost that one right off right off the bat. <laughs> I should get the politics. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'll throw up a meme. Yeah. All right. There you go. Points well, even though you're missing one of your members. It was amazing having you on. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. my little game. I just thought it would no. be funny to, for everybody <laughs> yeah. to see what everybody thought. Oh, yeah. Um, like I said, just thank you for guys for being on and, and um, speaking with me and being vulnerable, letting people see your your other side, the other sides of the band. Exactly. I know they see you full force on stage and like fully performing, but um, this is always good to show your personality. Oh, just, and we're all people. We're all striving to be great, and we all want to attain so many things. So... It's important to just take a seat and, and have a conversation, and that's what my main goal with the podcast is for. So, well, what thank is the, you. Cl- the last uh, yes, closing you. remarks you would like to make, and and what do you want people to take away from your your experience? Like I said, our singer doesn't suck. Come watch us play, please. <laughs> Chris, you got something to say? You know, this is the one time I will refrain. Oh, okay. come on, man. Why? No, you gotta say something. Every once in a while, we gotta keep the Looney Tunes in. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, just thank you so much for having us. Yeah, yeah, here. yeah it's been it's very, very fun. fun. Yeah, no problem. No, just saying, you know, thank you for sharing your platform and stuff with us, and thank you for for touching on things like mental health and entrepreneurship, and and you know what I mean, this, having us on the show and stuff. I like you said, we're a band, and you weren't sure how that was gonna work, but you still like took a shot and and at having us. So yeah, trying something so new. Much. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's new for us too. You know, so it's Absolutely. it's been a great experience. Please follow the the Oral Podcast and yeah. everything that they're doing. Definitely. Like all the band. <laughs> Come see us out on a show. We'll talk to you guys. We're we're people. Like we just like this is what we want to do. We want to follow our dream and you know have all that happen. So thank you for allowing us to have the platform. Yeah. No problem. And, no problem at all. And as far as shows, like if you message the band account, if you want more information, we'll reply. We'll always help people. You know, figure out when and where stuff is. If you just say, hey, let, let's, whether it's hey, what's 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 the address for this show or when is the next show? Like we'll always reply. We're we're all signed in, so we're not. You know, we're not the type of account who's just going to, like, ghost everybody. That's so if, if you ever need any information, please reach out to us. And we'll, if you're another band that wants to play Exactly. Or, We'd love yeah, to see you guys. Like, so. Yeah, all that stuff. Absolutely. We're all about community and stuff. So thank you once again. Thank you very much. Well, that wraps up today's episode. It was amazing. We we made the band, and we got from we went from the making of the band to where we're going to go in the future. So tap in, like, comment, share, and subscribe.